Welcome to the Left Coast Lean Podcast, a podcast about the best coast, the left coast. I'm TJ. And I'm Forrest. Uh, quick thanks to our sponsor, Cafea, and to Chill Gabe for our theme music. Love Chill Gabe. Got some real chill beats going on. All right, today is July 6, 2017. Um, this is going to be our first official podcast on iTunes. We got done with a quick pilot episode, and uh, needless to say, we got some wrinkles ironed out, and we're ready we, we to We may fired. or may not be releasing that in the future. Um, depends how many subscribers we'll get in the first week. If we're just, you know, hair on fire, just blowing up iTunes, then we're going to go right in there and just release it. If not, then we'll just keep it to ourselves. All right, for those of you who are just tuning in, uh, the podcast is going to be primarily about uh, West Coast sports, technology, things all about the West Coast. Um, so let's just dive right into it. You know, it's it's the free agency has finally died down um, for the NBA. Um, I think it's appropriate for us to talk about uh, the biggest free agent signing that's happened so far, and that is Woj leaving ESPN. Woj bombs. No, sorry, le- joining ESPN, <laughs> leaving Yahoo, and just absolutely destroying free agency July first. Just coming in, you know, guns a blazing. He, I mean, for the for those of you who don't know Adrian Wojnarowski, he is notorious for being the go to person on Twitter to get the first bits of information when a trade happens or when a free agency signing happens or when a player gets drafted and he ran the vertical on Yahoo and now he is left to join the evil empire. He's like Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay tied into one for basketball. He, yeah, he, he's just an absolute legend. He had his own podcast, but he left the, the, the irony here is ESPN did all their layoffs and then they just go same, same day, same day. (laughs) Like literally, like the same day or two days after they they lay off a hundred people, they announce the signing of Woj to ESPN. Um, we can't confirm his salary, but if we could, it would be a lot. High. It would be very, very high. Um, so what happens is Yahoo gets left in shambles, if you will, with Shams Sharenia. You guys can't see me, but I'm shaking my head right now. <laughs> so. No pressure on Shams, um, because now he's filling the role. He was Woj's protege. But I'm going to be honest. I did not know who that guy was before his name came out. Sham bombs are coming. Well, no pressure for this guy, because he primarily is responsible for the profitability and the traffic of Yahoo. If he doesn't do well, Yahoo's going down. Uh, I hate to break this to you, but I think Yahoo has already gone down. In flames. They've sunk. They are at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> they, they literally have fantasy sports left, and that's it. There's and, literally nothing and else. And fashion. No. You, wait, you go to Yahoo for fashion? It's my homepage. Wait, for, wait, your, wait, your fashion homepage or your actual homepage? No, I'm joking. That's a joke. <laughs> Everyone knows what they use uh, Yahoo for. It's their Fantasy second. It's, it's their secondary email that they want to hide from, like their significant others, girlfriends, to sign up for that <laughs> that that particular website. They don't want anyone to know that they're that they're joined. Yep, just spam emails. That's it. Newsletters, 
and spam emails. I may have created a couple fake Twitter accounts using my Yahoo uh, email. Mm, Got to keep that revenue going somehow. Golden State Baby at Yahoo.com. That's that's really what it is. Okay, Golden State Baby. <laughs> Let, okay, let's let's go into the real the real uh, crux of free agency and trade so far during this uh, period of the off season, which is probably a lot more fun than the regular season. So uh, we're just going to go team by team and just kind of give our thoughts and talk about you know what the teams are doing. Um, and we're going to start with the Houston Rockets. They made the biggest splash by trading for Chris Paul. Forrest, your thoughts? Uh, you know, they, they needed a, <laughs> a veteran point guard. Um, well, they didn't need, they had James Harden who just had a career year, but wanted to bring in, uh, Chris Ball, who makes them better defensively right off the bat. Um, you know, initial thoughts are that, you know, curious as to why both Chris Ball and Harden would agree to that because they're both ball dominant players who are very efficient with a high usage. Uh, you know, they've played together on team USA before. Um, you know, both have familiarity, uh, with, um, you know, the system they're in and they, they were both on the same page and, you know, it's going to be an experiment. So we'll uh, see how that goes. I, I, I actually love the signing for the Rockets. Um, I know a lot of people are, are kind of saying this, the same sort of sentiment that you're saying about, um, only one ball, both ball dominant players, but in Dan Tony's office, uh, office in his offense, it's going to be straight run and gun get the ball and go. And now they just have two premier ball handlers that they're going to be able to just push the floor, make good passes. They can be playmakers. They could even set pick and rolls with each other to create even more um, just confusion on defense for defenses. I should say, I just think overall it, it's a really good play. And I think they instantly become the second best team in the West by this move. And uh, they also become the best flopping team in the history of the NBA. <laughs> I didn't even think about the flopping, but yeah, they're they're City. they're gonna they're, the neck braces from them flopping back and forth are gonna be high in in Houston. They're gonna just skyrocket in sales. Um, I wish there was a stat that kept track of how many plays in the NBA a player didn't get back on defense because he was yelling at the ref. And I'm pretty sure Chris Paul and James Harden last year were number one and two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they. <laughs> This is going to be a great team to watch play um, the Warriors. Okay, the Warriors, let's be honest, are going to be the the absolute standard for every team to compare themselves to. I think this team is going to be compelling to watch, both from an offensive and defensive point of view. Offensively, obviously, they add Chris Paul, who's a huge, huge um, playmaker, shot maker. Say what you will about him. Um, also, he is a nitty-gritty defender on, on Curry specifically. And they also signed P.J. Tucker, who has been known to just like get in Kevin Durant's grill at every possible moment. And there's actually a back and forth of them. I got to remember where it was, but Kevin Durant's like, I don't even know what he was doing. He was just in me for no reason. He was just sitting in the, in the corner, just like guarding him and he was just not letting him move. And it was like, okay, what are you doing? I'm not even like trying to like make a play here. And you're just like in me. Well, it'll be, it'll be fun uh, to say the least. Uh, you know, obviously we're Warriors fans, but I think above all, we'd love good basketball. And competitive basketball. Um, so I mean, they st- yeah, they still. I mean, they still have Eric Gordon. They still have Ryan Anderson. They have a lot of good playmakers. You gotta, you gotta respect Daryl Morey, the GM there, to just go ahead and say, "Fuck it, let's go after him." I'm not gonna, well, I'm not gonna settle. I'm not gonna go for any, any sort of just like tanking or just like reset. Like they don't believe in that. They just want to go and just like 
build the best possible team they can. They were trying to trade for Paul George. And they're trying to sign Iggy as well, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. No joke, I love it, I love it. Um, yeah, so I think they're going to be really good. I think they're going to be the, the second seed. Um, I think they're going to be a legitimate. I think they're actually going to be a legitimate um, contender for the Warriors uh, going forward next year and, it, and beyond, depending on what happens with Chris Paul if he decides to stay. It, it will be interesting to see, um, you know, what Chris Paul does for the defensive mindset of that team because D'Antoni just does not give a shit about defense whatsoever, and then specifically for Harden, who has been notoriously one of the worst on-ball and off-ball defenders in the NBA. Yeah, well, I mean, if you just think about, like, matchup-wise, right? Okay, so they have P.J. Tucker, who's more than likely going to be guarding Durant. They have Trevor Ariza, who will more than likely be guarding uh, Clay. They got Eric Gordon, who will match up on whomever. Uh, well, no, no, they would have they'd have Eric Gordon on Clay and Ariza on Draymond. Oh, or maybe or Tucker on Draymond and Ariza on they'll, they they match up nicely. They have like a lot of long good defenders. Actually, did but you good? But their their bench is where the, what's going to kill them. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be. I mean, they're going to be lackluster there, and especially with a team that gets that many possessions in the game, they're going to need to have a deep bench for the regular season, or else they'll just burn out. Um, did you? Can we bet? Can we bet the over on three pointers taken in the first game versus Houston Golden State? Yes, right now. Mark it I don't down. Care, I don't care what the number is. We're betting the over. I'm, I'm writing it down right now. Over on three-pointers. Warriors, first matchup versus the Houston Rockets. Lock it in. Um, did you see Did you see that there was a tweet out there? So the Rockets essentially now have the same team as the 2000, oh, the 2006 or 2007 Hornets. Trevor Reza, Chris Paul, oh. Eric Gordon, oh. and Ryan Anderson. All of them. Wow. Houston, wow. Houston Hornets. Houston Hornets. Has a nice ring to it. Except they just have all-NBA player uh, James Harden added to that instead of David West. I like it. I like it. All right, let's move on. Let's go to uh, the Jazz. So, oh, the Jazz. Poor, poor Jazz. So go ahead, t- take it away, man. If you, what's your thoughts here? Like, obviously, a, a lot has happened with this team, um, but your initial thoughts? I mean, to have your heart slowly rubbed and caressed and massaged for se- six years, seven years. Yeah, six or seven. Yeah, six or seven years. You're a you know a, a small market team with a budding superstar who turns into a superstar. And then he takes a giant shit on your chest and leaves you in the morning with your keys on the dresser. <laughs> Sounds like you have a little experience here. No, uh, it's a friend. It's from a friend. <laughs> I read it one time. A friend that I, that I read and watched one time. No, honestly, it, I feel so bad for them. It, it, I mean, you see, I, it, to, have him, to have Gordon Hayward leave like that and... You know that the entire time he said, I was changing my mind. Oh, I don't, I'm going this way. I'm going that way. I don't know who I'm signing with. All he was doing was writing his Players' Tribune article, and he just kept procrastinating and playing, you know, doing what I did in high school and college and the work I have to do for tomorrow. Uh, cramming. Playing video cramming and procrastinating. I mean, there he knew where he was going from the beginning, you know, his- reuniting with, with – 
Brad Stevens is what he what he's wanted to do for for years. Yeah, his his agent was on the Rosillo show on ESPN and was was kind of referring to that he did have a back and forth like every time he met with a team. So if he met with Miami, he was like, oh, I want to go here. I want to play with with Pat Riley and that team and, and Spolstra. And then he was like, and then he met with Boston. He goes, I have to go here. I have to go here. And then he met with the Jazz and he's like, I got to stay here. This is where I'm like, I feel comfortable and all this. Um, but it's it's pretty much clear that it leaked. And Chris Haynes was the first person to leak it. And everyone in my first reaction was like, if it's not from Woj, it's not real. And so, (laughs) and so that's what the overall sentiment was. And sure enough, this guy, Chris Haynes was right. So I don't know what's going on with Woj, but he's got some major competition now at ESPN. Like he doesn't have the market just cornered like he did before. Mm. I don't know what's going on there, but well, shout out to my girl, Katie Nolan, uh, who had the best tweet about Hayward. Someone tweeted out how, uh, Gordon has changed his mind at least four times, and she's like, "Gordon Hayward is me on Grubhub." I can relate. I can relate, Katie. I can relate. That that is the the best analogy you can make because we all have gone through Yelp or Grubhub and say, "Oh, I want this. I want this." But this one's far. This one's too far. Is it going to be forty five minutes? Oh, it's past ten. They don't deliver. Shit. That was my number one choice. But there's a there's a delivery fee of five dollars if you don't order more than twenty five dollars worth of food. So maybe I have to order twenty seven dollars worth of food. Mm. I, yeah. That's I I I always go over if if <laughs> it's a good excuse to get more food, always yeah, do that. But it's like All okay right. okay there's Indian there's like multiple Indian like I mean how do you know which one is good and do you want to explore something that you haven't had before or do you stick with the standard and you know you want to get like the normal just type like a of non like there's a lot of different choices. Before we go down the rabbit hole, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it really all depends on a when was my last meal and two how many drinks have I had that evening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's that, that's definitely figures. It. See, I have a significant other I have to worry about too, and, and have to figure out what she wants. And if she doesn't, if she, if I come in, and I'm like, I'm hell bent. I'm like, I took the time. I'm like, okay, we're gonna go with this Indian food. I spent 20 minutes. She goes, I don't want Indian. Then we're just fucked. Then it's just doing <laughs> it all over. Then we're not eating. We Back don't to eat. Square we, one. Don't, we don't eat. Um, <laughs> last last thought on the jazz. Yes, I feel so bad for Ricky Rubio. I feel um, so bad for him. I actually don't. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna flourish in there, dude. So listen, the, they they are they're they're losing Gordon Hayward, who was almost an All NBA player. That sucks. However, they still have second th- second or third place finisher in All Defensive Team and twenty three or twenty four year old Ru- Ru- Rudy Gobert. Um, Ricky Rubio is. 26 years old whose time in Minnesota was done like it, it wasn't going to be a good fit there he can run that right, but, they were, but they were finally good he was he's been on a shitty team since he came into the league they were finally going to be good yeah but I just I mean th- that may be the case but I think he's going to be able to have a lot more flexibility um, with being able to run an offense and he can be more of a focal point versus like having now towns or having towns and Wiggins and having to, you know, be a, a third option here. He can just kind of, you know, be creative with the passing and his dribbling and, and, and running that offense. Rodney hood is really good too. And same thing with Alex Burks, you know, they need him to, to, to get back and be healthy, but those guys are studs. They still have Derek favors and now they're going to be exploring a potential sign and trade with the Celtics so they can get like Jay Crowder or Avery Bradley in return. That would be awesome that like yeah. if, if they can get yeah. Avery Bradley on that team that team is back to being like a top five seed I, I truly believe that because that defense is well, going to be, be it's going to be and so that's actually one thing I do want to say really quickly is that um 
lot of these teams are starting to go more defensive, like physical route versus like the shooting route. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit, but that's just something the Jazz, the Wolves, the uh, the Thunder are all teams that are kind of like getting a little bit more of a uh, defensive mindset when it comes to, to building these versus like trying to get the, 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 the run and gun teams. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, a... If you don't have the 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 key the pieces in place to build a team like the Warriors, uh, you know I I get the mindset right. Like you know maybe we're not going to be able to beat them on offense, so let's try to beat them on defense. By the way, the the person who first reported the trade for Rubio to the Jazz was none other than Sham Sharnia. Also, Sham bombs, also known as Sham Rock. Ooh, oh Sham Rock. We can't be. He's got to have his own name. If he if if he has the whole the whole corporation of Yahoo on his shoulders. He needs his own nickname. Yeah. It's a thriving organization. <laughs> Love their fantasy. Love their fantasy tool. Been doing it since I was, I think eight years old. Here we go. Next team, Oklahoma city thunder. They haven't really done anything significant. Let's just skip these guys. No need to talk about them. You gotta, you gotta love what they've done. Um, they said they said fuck it. We don't give a shit about the rental of Paul George, and they just went after it. And they really didn't give up much. They really didn't give up much. O- Oladipo and Sabonis for Paul George for a rental. Why not? Like they, they... not only not only Oladipo and Sabonis, but that was essentially what they got for Ibaka. Oh yeah, so yeah you have that. What, what what did that turn into? You have that up, right? It was basically they turned uh, Serge Ibaka and a protected first round pick in 2020 i believe for i'm gonna mispronounce is it germani germani grant and jeremy grant jeremy grant and paul george uh that's yeah that's i mean it's he's gonna be a great fit with russell westbrook um i don't see paul george as an alpha whatsoever um I think he's kind of a, a fake superstar, if you will, based off some of the reports that uh, have come out on ESPN by guys like Dan Dockich and uh, Ryan Rosillo. They sort of just kind of just blames other people and doesn't take a lot of ownership in his uh, various interviews after, which is kind of interesting to me. But I think if he has an alpha male like Westbrook running the show and he knows he's kind of a complimentary piece, also two guys who played together on, on the USA team, I think this is going to be... I think this is going to be a really fun team to watch. They added Patrick Patterson, um, which who I think will be a good stretch five. They re-signed Roberson. They're going to be really physical. Um, they still have, they still have Stephen Adams there. I think th- this is going to be a really good team. They know it's going to be very similar to what they had with Durant there, but with a little bit more of a defensive mindset and a little bit more of a um, structured offensive goal with Donovan there and, and be able to build this. And if it doesn't work out, they just fucking trade Paul George for um, you know, some desperate contender who wants to try and win the champion championship next year. If it works out well, who knows? Maybe he decides to stay there and wants to, you know, sign for another two years. There or, is no way that Paul George signs resigns with the Thunder. I'm 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 calling I'm I'm declaring that right now. There declaration. Is, there declaration. is no shot. Okay, so not right. only that, not only that, my other prediction is that both Paul George and Russell Westbrook will be playing together next year on the Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. So you have two right there. So I gotta write this down. So the first one is so so everyone who's new to the podcast, which 
essentially all of you are because this is our first podcast (laughs) 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 we we we're gonna we're not gonna be like one of those talking head shows where we're just gonna make a proclamation or just an outlandish statement and not um, and then sweep it under the rug. So yeah, sweep it under the rug and just not forget and only about call, it. Only call out the ones we we get right. We, we are going to own our shit. So Forrest said, "There's there's no way Paul George uh, stays in uh, OKC." Yep. And you said that also Westbrook and Westbrook will be going to the Lakers next year. Both so, both SoCal guys. Westbrook went to UCLA. Paul George went to Fresno State. LA is going to have the cap room. That's great. Okay, mark it down. Mark it down. I'm sure we're gonna have that's that's not that out that outlandish. Um, the Westbrook is pretty interesting though. I don't know. I mean, does he want to follow in the footsteps of Durant? Like I feel like Durant kind of fucked him a little bit, right? Because now, does he want to be the guy that that's absolutely just demoralizes and crushes the souls of all Oklahoma City, and they just move back to Seattle? Oh, they they have they've gotten stomped on more than any. Any NBA team in the last couple of years. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if they move back to Seattle? That would be incredible. No, I can't. I'm not going to make that prediction, but that would be awesome. Uh, uh, real quick, last, last thing about OKC. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of a tangent on OKC. Gun to your head. There is a gun, a real gun, <laughs> with a real bullet to your head. And the fate of your life rests in either. Andre Roberson making a free throw or Andre Drummond making a free throw? Oh, good to my head. Um, oh, God, this is bad. Uh, I'm going to, I have to go Roberson. Mm. I have to. It, I, I like that game, though. Is that a game that we used to play? Gun to your head. Would you rather? <laughs> I love it. I'm, sure. But I have um, bad news. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is the outcome is already determined. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. I like that. I'm, oh my god, that's great. Okay, um, next one we can be pretty quick. Nuggets trade for Paul Millsap in a three-team deal. Um, this is really the only move that they made. Uh, not much here. I think Millsap's fucking awesome. I think he's just going to get buried in with the Nuggets. Yeah. Um, but him and Jokic are going to be a really good team. He's getting paid thirty million dollars a year. I think there's going to be opportunity for Jamal Murray to flourish there as, as a. Uh, playmaker rather than just a, a shooting guard, but they have they have so many of these guys that like should that could flourish if they're making. But I don't even think it's just Millsap that gets buried. Like, like you look at the guys that they have that have shown promise or you know flash in the last couple of years, like Barton, Gary Harris, uh, you know Moutier, like all these guys. Kenneth Reed's still on the bench. Moutier uh, is is a bottom three point guard in the entire NBA. Bottom three. He can't no, shoot. I know. No, no, weak no. defense. I I, not that good of a passer. Way too high of a turnover rate. I'm just saying they have all these guys that are just going to fill their bench with that were at one point high upside guys, and you know, they it, it's going to be crowded. Let's just say that people are fighting for minutes. Like, oh man, I feel if I was a GM of the Nuggets. I would want to get somebody like Alvin Gentry or like a Mike D'Antoni in there and just like have the run and gun offense because you know you're going to win at least any game that you have someone coming in there in a back-to-back. So wait, maybe they have like 10, te- 10 games on a back-to-back that they have visitors come in. Those are 10 guaranteed wins. Absolutely. 
Yeah, but I in but what is that going to get you? Like the eighth or ninth seed? Like in today's NBA, if you don't, if you're not going to be a top team, like you should be, you should be. While while the rules are in place that incentivize you to tank, you should be tanking. See. And the nug the Nuggets are a team that they'll be lucky if they if they try their hardest to win, you know, thirty or forty games. Yeah, I, I'm I actually don't agree with that. I think like some of these small market teams just don't have the opportunity to just be able to be that 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 great team because they're not going to be able to get free agents. They're not going to be able to make these trades. You know, they have to rely on the draft. And if they can, you know, sell out their gym and get 40 to 50 wins, I think that's a plus. Like, you have to just realize who you are. Like, you can go and tank and, and go that route. But if you have an opportunity to sell out, like, you can't, like, it's not like where the Warriors were able to just go and have sellouts when they won 25 games. Like, that is rare. Like, that's not going to happen. There's too many um, other things out there for people to do than go to watch the Nuggets play on a Wednesday night uh, when they're going to win 20 games. Side note, marijuana is legal in Colorado. Uh, side note, we will be going to Denver tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I hear you. I... I it's curious to me why Millsap, who is now, you know, what, 32, 33, goes to Denver? You know, well, it's some better, guy, better than Atlanta. It's better than Atlanta. That is true. Better chicken and waffles in Atlanta. I was just there. They oh. were delicious. Oh, yeah? Well, how, was, how was that trip? Was it a good trip? It was good. Really mellow. You know, we were in bed very early. Uh, it was great. It was good the guest. Uh, I didn't know you kind of broke up there, so I'm just going to pretend like I have no idea what you said. Uh, and we'll just skip that segment. Thanks to our sponsor, Cafea. Their mission is simple to create the healthiest coffee in the world by only roasting organic fair trade coffee beans. You can find them online at www.mycafea.com. That's Cafea, C-A-F-F-E-A. And follow them at Cafea underscore organic on Instagram and Twitter. Moving on, the Clippers. What the hell are the Clippers doing? Uh, I wish I could answer that, but I can't because I have no idea. They First can... off, how does, how, does, how does Doc Rivers still have a job? He won't for very long. He won't for... Jerry West is going to have the just absolute, just shortest leash with this guy. There's no way. There's no way. Um, and whoever they get, they better get someone who can leverage Blake in the best possible and most efficient way. Like that's. I that's just, a, I, I'm looking at this team and I just don't understand it. Top, like, I, mm. I, I actually love this team. I actually think it's going to be it. <laughs> they got Beverly, who's like a defensive just. Uh, nuisance they have Lou Williams Lou Williams who's an offensive nuisance they have Decker who is like whatever um but they still have Danilo who they traded for as part of that Millsap trade who I think is awesome and when he's healthy dude he's like a 6'10 small forward he's legit and he can he can stretch the four he can dribble he can play make I love Danilo a lot um they they gave Blake a five-year 175 million dollar deal and they still got uh can't play in the fourth quarter DeAndre Jordan because he can't make a free throw. I bet he is really glad that he signed there last year. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really working out for him. Um, then oh, the other thing that they they signed this guy Mio, Mio Teodosic. 
Dosich, who Beverly just tweeted today, Patrick Beverly said that he could be the best passer in the NBA. Mm, that's a that's a bold prediction. I'll tell you what, he just this guy just jumped up two rounds in my fantasy draft rankings. I mean, I mean, you you could be the best passer in the NBA and get six minutes a game. I'm just going to throw that out there. But he also has two, you know, two members of the former Lob City to throw to. So I think mm. it'd be interesting if this kid, if this guy's legit. And by the way, if you look at him, I almost said, "Kid, this guy looks like he's 50." He looks like he's 50. He's got long, dark hair and a thick, thick beard. Well, with a name like Tedosic, that sounds about right. <laughs> Is he Croatian? Is he Serbian? Uh, one of the two. Aren't Maybe they, wait, Bosnian. Maybe they, Bosnian. Wait, aren't they the same? No. Let's oh. move on before we, before <laughs> our before we offend anybody. No, no but it's, it's going to be interesting what the Clippers do. So, as a side note, Simmons, Bill Simmons, has been talking a lot about um, Seattle and the Clippers going to Seattle. He's mentioned it twice recently, and I think I'm actually in. It. I'm in on in on the idea. Shout out Balmer. Shout out Balmer from Seattle. Microsoft. I, I don't know if he's from Seattle, but he obviously lived there. Microsoft, you know, make the connection. You know but, the guy. The guy doesn't live in L.A. He takes a plane to every single Clippers game he goes to and flies home. From where? Microsoft or to Seattle? What? No. Yes. Way. Yeah, oh. he was on. It was this was on a Bill Simmons podcast. What? I that's incredible. I had no idea. I guess I mean when you're when you buy a team for two billion and you help start and run one of the most successful software companies of all time, I think it's okay that you do that. It Father is, son time is very important to Steve. He has to get home to his teenage son. Why doesn't he bring his teenage son with him? Listen, man, that's a question that's better answered if the team moves to Seattle. <laughs> Maybe that's why he doesn't want to move the team to Seattle. Maybe he wants that distance. <laughs> this is his alone time. Steve, uh, Steve, and Steve Jr. He, maybe he doesn't want to see. He doesn't want his son to see how he reacts on the on the on the court. A lot of sweat. A lot of sweat. A lot of red face. That guy has a redder face than Jerry St. Jean. Ooh. Gary St. Jean. Jerry should be Jerry. Two R's in there. Um, uh, all right, let's move on. Okay, next team: Minnesota Timberwolves. Ooh, reuniting Jimmy Butts with Tibbs. Jimmy Buckets with Tibbs. And they also signed Jeff Teague, and they also um, got Taj Gibson in, yeah, in a signing. Yeah, to replace uh, Rubio. Um, I, this, this team's going to be good. They're young. I, I, I really like this team. I mean, it's not that's not a bull. A lot of people like this team, but, I mean, they, 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 they're putting the pieces together. Uh, and... You know what was one's last time they made the playoffs when Love was there? One the one year they it's either them or the Kings have the longest playoff drought. I think it's them. Is that right? No, yeah. because they made it one year with Love, and oh, the, yeah, the Kings right. haven't made it since like the early two thousands. Mm. Yeah, we're gonna have to look that one up. I thought I thought okay. the Kings got in there almost as an eight seed a while ago. Okay, either way, I I'm not as bullish about this team. Um, as everybody else, I just think that there is a significant lack of shooting. Um, Teague does not really help the cause there. He like instantly becomes one of his be- the best shooters. Him and uh, their best, their best three point shooters, their center. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not that's not that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing at all. Um, but defensively, they are just going to be an absolute just bear to deal with. 
Like, yeah. can, you, can you imagine them uh, just going head to head with uh, the um, the Thunder? It's going to be just an absolute just bulldog fight. Um, yeah. Not, not to say that we condone bulldogs fighting, but uh, I think you know what I'm trying to get Met- at. It. Metaphorically speaking. Yeah. I, t- I mean, this is this is a Tibbs dream. He brings back Butler. He brings back Gibson. You know, he has if he can turn. If he can turn Wiggins to the defender everybody thought he was going to be in college, then this is going to be a really, really, really fun team to watch and just to see them just like grind it out. Like it's the man, the Western Conference is really fucking good. It's yes. really, really good. Do you, do you think Minnesota makes the playoffs this year? A hundred percent. Where where do, you, where do you think they land? Uh, I don't think they'll be top four. They'll probably be in the. I mean, five, six, seven, eight range. Five, six, seven, eight range. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll probably be somewhere seven, seven, six is where I think they'll fall. Yeah, I mean, we have, and then we have. There's still teams that we haven't talked about that are really good in the West. Uh, yeah, the West. The West. We'll get. We'll get more to the West uh, in a bit. But um, I do. I do think the T Wolves uh, make the playoffs this year. I mean, let's just let's just think about it right now, real quick. So you have the Warriors at top, and then the next couple Houston, of teams: Houston, San Antonio, Houston, San Antonio, and then you throw in Thunder. Um, you throw in the Thunder in there. Um, you got to throw in. I mean, does do the Grizzlies make the playoffs? Do the, does Portland make the playoffs? Um, Minnesota is going to be in there. Do the Clippers make the playoffs? Um, do the Nuggets make a jump? Do the Kings? No, the Kings won't make the jump. I shouldn't say that. I feel like we're missing one team. Oh, the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> no, Guaranteed. No. Guaranteed. The, the Lakers are have got to be the front runners for last place. Right? Is there anyone I'm missing there? Um, Knicks? The Knicks. Are no, gonna be- no, no. The, the good news is that the Lakers have their first round pick next year. Oh, they traded oh. that away in the Steve Nash deal that they wanted to acquire with Dwight Howard, who all Laker fans thought that they were going to win the championship and be the best team ever. No, sorry, you meant last place in the West. I thought you meant in the NBA. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, speaking of, I recently saw um, Drew Schiller, friend of the program, doesn't even know we exist right now, but he tweeted that the Lakers currently have an over under win total higher than the Clippers. Don't tell me. Oh, no. Yes. In Vegas? Yes. 34 and a half is the over unders for for the uh for the Lakers this year. Can we bet this right now? I would love to bet it. Um mm. that is Oh, the that Pel- is really that is really high. The Pelicans were the team that I was thinking of. Uh, if they'll if they'll make a jump, which I think they could, but yeah, no thirty four and a half. It I will t- I will hammer that low, hammer it, real hammer. hard. Um, so in case uh, you guys have not noticed, we tend to like to throw our shekels around back and forth to um, different proprietors of those who like to take our shekels and give us more shekels if we happen to win this particular wager. We we, we sports bet. We we sports bet. That's that's what we're saying. Um uh not to go on too much of a tangent, but we will bring a segment called Bad Bet of the Week 
where essentially what's going to happen is I'm going to choose a matchup that Forrest has to make a bet on and he will do vice versa and we'll just keep score. We don't know how it's going to turn out and we don't know which games we can actually bet, but it's going to get, it's going to get rowdy. Maybe we'll throw some MLS, some WNBA, who knows? Forrest, I have a question for you. Would you rather gun to your head? No, this isn't, this isn't apply there, but new segment. (laughs) Would you, (laughs) would you rather have your WNBA team, your local WNBA team win the championship or find $5 on the ground? Ooh. Mm. Mm. I mean, the answer is very honest. It's very easy. I'm going to be very honest about this. How many tacos can I get a Taco Bell for five dollars? Um, it depends. If there doesn't matter, I'll take the tacos. <laughs> Give me the five dollars. Five dollars, okay. No, the poor Sacramento Monarchs. Give right. me five dollars. You can even pay me in quarters. I will take that. Um, okay, <laughs> legal tender. Here we go. Okay, let's um, let's talk about the Warriors. Actually, no, let's, let's skip the words. We'll talk about the Spurs because what I wrote down on our, our, our outline here was I wanted to say, what the hell are they doing? Like, they were, they've were they been so quiet, you know, and it's like, okay, are these guys just, you know, do they know what, like, what it, like, are, they're obviously not happy with LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, Tony Parker's getting really old. Pau Gasol's really old. They have Kawhi, who's a stud, but they need, like, support. There was, there was talks about them trading Danny Green. Um, they re-signed Jonathan Simmons. But then today, uh, Woj, Woj Bomb, ESPN's Woj, uh, announced that Rudy Gay is going to sign a two-year, $17 million deal to join the Spurs. Wow. Wow. That's a great signing for them. I I don't know what it is. I have an, an absolute soft spot for, for Rudy Gay. I think he is the perfect prototypical uh, NBA basketball player. He's six nine, six ten. Can shoot. Can play defense. He's long, athletic. Um, he's not starting for them though, right? Oh, he's gonna start. Oh, he'll definitely start. He'll definitely start. Um, what What is that lineup then? They're gonna go. So they'll go Lamarcus Aldridge if he's still there. They'll go Kawhi and they'll go Rudy Gay. Um, they will probably end up starting. Patty Mills over Tony Parker, and they'll bring Jonathan Simmons off the bench and start Danny Green. I would imagine. Oh, bring Powell off the bench. They, they're. It's just. I mean, they're gonna be. They're gonna be good. I just don't like. They need. They're just. They're relying too heavily on on Kawhi, and obviously, you can see what happens when when he goes down. It's just trouble. I mean, I mean, it's bad. It's bad. He he kept them. I mean, he almost won them a playoff game against the Warriors until his ankles blew out, and then they were done. But yeah, he's a stud. Like, there's no like he he's an absolute stud. Uh, I just like Rudy Gay is going to be a good complimentary player if he buys into that system, uh, which obviously he will. Uh, a lot of players don't. If they don't buy in, they'll just get cut. What's interesting here, and this kind of just talks about the market, is Rudy Gay walked away from thirteen million dollars. He had $13 million left on his Kings deal, and he opted out, and now he signed a two-year $17 million total deal to sign with, with Spurs. I mean, maybe he wants to win now. He's definitely not doing that on the Kings. No, I, I, I agree. It's just like I'm sure when he opted out, he thought he was going to get at least $13 million a year from, from any team, but it's just 
the way it's going right now where teams are signing smaller deals and signing like the really top notch like this new cba has not been good for the players or the mid-tier players it's been really great for the top tier players where they're getting absolute max money and then for the lower tier players where now they have to kind of like take in like veterans minimum but they can like fill in a roster spot the the players in the middle are kind of left in no man's land there's still a ton of free agents out there who haven't been signed who are like quality quality free agents so um either way spurs uh i don't know man like it's i think this has got to be the beginning of the end for the spurs like you knew it was going to happen like they still have Kawhi, but it was a top what five six player in the nba yeah it's like top three four player i would, yeah. I would say he i mean he's obviously like he's going to carry them but like this team isn't good enough to beat the warriors this team isn't good enough to beat the rockets in my opinion no this team this team will struggle to beat the the thunder to be honest with you um now with paul george if he's there but i mean again a lot of a lot of stuff's going to happen teams aren't made in july you know they're they're built for the for the long haul all right well, they they've made, they made the playoffs what how many how many years in a row um i think popovich has been in the playoffs every year he's been there and he's had 50 wins every year he's been there as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, he obviously knows knows what he's doing, so we may not have any idea, but let's, uh, I'd say you got you to give that guy credit at some point. Yeah. Yeah, totally. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to the dubs. All right. Warriors. A lot, lot to talk to here. Warriors. <laughs> a lot, lot to talk to. Okay. First off, um, Curry signs the largest contract in sports history. Sports you should ask him the WNBA or $5 question. That would be an interesting answer. Uh, that would be WNBA 100%. I think I know him very well. We're on a um, a uh, pager-by-pager basis, which means we page each other. Uh, fun, fun, fun fact about... Uh, let me read you a little stat here by Bet365. All right? He makes, with his new contract, he'll be making $40.2 million per year. Mm-hmm. That equates to three point three five million per month, mm. seven hundred and seventy three thousand per week, mm. one hundred and ten thousand per day, five mm. k per hour, mm. seventy seven dollars a minute. Mm. Mm. Chef Curry with the so shot. What boy. you're saying is, is I am in the wrong profession. Um, yes. If you just worked so much harder on that knuckleball jumper, you know, you, you could, this could have been, you. I could have, I could have been the best in the NBA I just uh, had to a little bit harder. No, let, let's just be honest. Totally worth it. That, that entire, his entire last contract almost is equal to this single year contract. Like it's definitely worth it. Like he, everyone without, without that particular deal, without the Warriors signing him to that deal and agreeing to take less under value, under market value. Like it, there's no way we get Durant. We have trouble signing clay and Draymond. We can't, we definitely don't get Iggy. Like it's, it, that was the start of the beginning of this, this Warriors dynasty. Yep. No, I, he, uh, he deserves every penny and we shouldn't have any qualms while giving him every penny. Yeah. And I think, I think every guy, every player on the team knew that as well. Which leads us to Durant. Um, Durant took less money, significantly less money. He took $9 million less than what he could have made uh, if he was to take a max. And he decided to take a lot less than what everyone thought so that they could sign Iguodala, which they did as well. Um, It was obviously important for him and Iggy to sign. He was actually closest with Iggy before last year. 
going into the free agency period. So obviously it would be important to, to re-sign him. Um, there's literally no one, There's there can't be any more naysayers on him, right? Like you can't call, he's the most selfless player. Like, pl- like players don't do this. Players in the NBA don't, Dirk did it. And it kind of fucked Dirk because that team just got worse after he did it. But I mean, this doesn't happen. But Durant's also doing that, knowing that he is going to get the max in a year or two anyway. Like that—that's coming. Um, wh- maybe I don't know. I mean, it's—it's it's hard to say. I mean, the guy has the number one shoe in the NBA, and he makes—he's on a two hundred million dollar deal, and when that's up, he's going to be on a three hundred million dollar deal. So it's—it's it's hard to say what what max he'll get on um and if he'll will take the max i think there is some sort of um chest puffing that comes along with saying oh i'm a max player but it's like at this point like who gives a shit about that he just wants to win and that that much is clear and he prioritizes winning over anything and now he's got to be talked about in the same vein as, as selflessness with uh with guys like tom brady yeah who took who took who took uh way less money to sign more players like these guys have so much more money coming to them from their salary. Salaries are nothing compared to what they make on a sponsorship base, especially if you're someone like Durant. Yeah, and one of the reasons why he came to the Bay was, you know, one of the things that Iggy is passionate about is investing in the startup scene, and you know that's going to be another revenue channel for him. And you know, there's there's no way that he's lacking in, you know, on the bank account side. But you know, it is it it's always a a shock when you know guys do take less money um but he's committed i think to the longer vision and he wants to win and he wants to keep the core together and i i have no complaints as a warriors fan so yeah it's, i mean as a warriors fan this is awesome i mean part of it what he by doing that he also allows livingston to sign so livingston's on a very a very very good deal for um i think it was a three-year deal for let's see 16 for 18 million yeah. And so when, so Iggy signed first. And when Iggy signed that deal, I said there is no 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 way that we sign Livingston. I didn't think there was any way. And part of that had to do with the amount that I thought Durant was going to take. Um but the fact that we keep you know our you know our our, our backup point guard, our second guy off the bench, um uh, it's. I mean, it's. This this all comes back to Durant. The fact that we can keep both those guys, and they're both. Those guys are both so important as you know, as important to the team coming in and playing with the second unit. And you know, when we go death lineup and Iggy comes in, uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, the other thing about Durant, which we didn't talk to, is how much he's going to be saving ownership money because the Warriors are going to be over in the tax. They're going to be repeat def- offenders. And every single million that you go over, there's like a triple, a triple tax on top of that that gets paid back to yeah, the league and the rest. Every of the year, it exponentially goes up. Which Lakeup and Goober just don't really care about because they got the new Chase Arena that's going to be opened up in 2019, and they want to have that sell like this for every. For everyone who thinks that like Clay is going to be gone in like two years, like that's when the that's when the arena is going to open. They are going to milk this cash cow as much as they possibly can. This team is not going anywhere for at least at least six years. They are printing money, printing it's, money. It's they have the number one like they have like the, they probably have the richest fan base I would say of any of the of any of the owners. Excuse me, of any of the organizations out there. They have. 
uh, loyal loyal fan base out there. You know, they are making so much money; it doesn't even matter. Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Uh, so so part of so part of making these signings is that you're going to lose players like Ian Clark. You're going to lose guys like um, McAdoo. And so you have to find find guys to fill in the role. So the Warriors made two significant free agent signings, both who you like. I love both. So we we basically replaced Ian Clark and Matt Barnes with Omri Caspi and Nick Swaggy P Young. So go ahead. So to tell me why you like it. I mean, when you look at the roles they're going to be required to play. And when you look at what we had last year, you know, both of those guys when coming off those, the bench, both of them can shoot and both of them are above average defenders. You know, Nick Young played in Luke Walton's system last year, which is obviously the same system as Kerr's. He knows it. There were times last year when he was the best player on the floor for them. You know, he can he has that he has that ability to get hot and, you know, go Curry or JR style and just start draining threes. And to be able to bring those guys off the bench, um, and get higher production than we probably would get from, you know, improved Ian Clark and Matt Barnes uh, to get at, you know, Caspi took the vet minimum and we got Nick Young at the mid-level exception. Like, I think it's a great move for us. Great move. I just have this thought in my head that there's going to be a four-on-one, a four-on-one fast break. Curry, Clay, (laughs) Durant, five-on-one, Draymond, Nick Young and Nick Young is going to get the rebound and they're all going to go down and he is just going to fucking launch it and brick it and it's going to be like this guy he I know I understand I I get it like he is a he's a good three-point shooter and he's uh, he gets added to the best three-point shooting team ever assembled in the history of of the league I just think that like it's going to create more harm than good like i mean to be but to be fair that's what we said about javel last year that's honestly what we said about javel last year that's fair that's fair but i I think everyone went in with javel playing like everyone knew javel was going to play like seven minutes ten minutes um i don't know if nick young is going to like playing 10 to 12 minutes 15 minutes but that's what he's going to be relegated to um what i will say is this there's a couple things that i will say that that points this signing as a good signing even though I I personally don't like it that much um, the first thing is Durant Draymond Curry all reached out to him separately to say that they wanted to, to, to bring him on Clay was too busy chilling in China hashtag China Clay follow it um, to, to send it out um, but that tells me something that these guys wanted to play with him so that means a lot um the second piece is with both this and the Caspi signing is that we are going to see a lot of rest from the Warriors this year. They, yep. We are going to see a ton of rest. They are going to any back to back. You can guarantee that Iguodala is not going to play or um, Livingston is also not going to play. Like they know that they are in here for the long haul. They've had three back to back finals appearances. These minutes are starting to you know really. Know, really start to run up there and they need to be a little bit more conscious they understand that they don't need to try and win 72 games they like that that's over with 
but these guys can come in and fill the role if, if for a game, you know, Nick Young needs to start at shooting guard for Clay because he's resting, or Caspi needs to start at uh, small forward for Draymond because he's resting. Like that's what they need to do. Um, I, so in that in that regard, I think it makes a lot of sense, and it's going to be very indicative. It's the Warriors' depth starts pretty, um, pretty. Pretty legit now if you if you do count these guys. I mean, Nick Young is is a it should be like a seven eighth guy on a rotation. He's going to be the Warriors like ninth guy. Let's be honest. Um, so we'll we'll see. I mean, I like I said, I don't. I think there was some other potential. Like I would have liked to have like Vince Carter in there instead. I think we still be, got one. We got one roster spot left. No, he signed with the Kings today. Eight million dollars. Okay, thanks thanks for letting me know that one. One year, eight million dollars. So you are wrong. Wow. So, I mean, we'll see. It's going to be it, – I mean, it's, I'm sure it's going to work out. Like, as long as they get bought in, um, both these guys, I just tend to – I just think they get, like, sticky fingers when they, when, they, when they touch the ball. And they're not natural, like, pass-first guys, which makes me a little nervous. I and mean – Defense is shit. I, I, I think this front office is smart enough. I think Kerr is smart enough to know, like, you're not going to just sign a guy and just bring him in without making sure he's bought into the system. And, you know, the fact that – all these guys reached out to Nick Young. Um, you know, I, I think I think he's coming on board with the right expectations. Like he knows he knows what the deal is. It's not going to be kind of a free for all like it was in LA. And I he probably I, I wouldn't be surprised if he you know verbally said that you know he's on board and he wants to be a team player and do what he has to do to you know help us get in the, the next championship. Yeah, I think I mean. Br- Warriors fans need to get need to get used to this because this is going to happen uh, year in year out. It's going to be who is going to be able to fit into these extra roster spots. So obviously next year, Caspi is going to be gone. Nick Young is going to be gone. Um, they're going to David West is going to retire. He already said that. So that's three open roster spots. Um, but you know, part of that's going to be filled with guys like McCaw, who are naturally just going to be get better, and you know when Iggy's deals up McCaw's gonna be able to step in there hopefully and so that so that actually reminds me that's probably when Durant's gonna take that that big supermax is when uh Iggy's gone in like that three year deal and, and that three year deal with Livingston's up. That's when I would expect the Supermax to come into play. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we traded traded Iggy before that three year deal was up. Either after year year two or in year three. There's no there's he didn't have a no trade clause. Um you know he we gave him his money with the understanding that we might be able to get rid of him, and there's always that chance. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it plays. I mean, I'm, I fully expect the Warriors to just run through it again, barring any injuries, but I think this these two signings do, if anything, help them to rest guys, but also act as contingency plans if these guys get hurt. Um. Anything else you want to talk about? I know we have some other things on here, but we can kind of save it for another pod. But I think, like, uh, overall, like, we, we covered a lot of good stuff here. I hope everyone liked the, the content that we had here. Um, but, I mean, is there – do you have – oh, you want to talk about the NBA voters real quick? Yeah. So go ahead. Tell, uh, tell me what's I, going I know, on I know. I know NBA voting came out la- – I think they announced it last week. Um, but it's such a fucking joke. Like – there's guys that are voting that have that make it seem like they have no idea what they're doing. You know, guys like Chris Broussard who doesn't vote for Avery Bradley all all defense all NBA defense because of um, 
who had the who, Booker. Who, Booker. Oh yeah, Booker's seventy point game, and then it turns out that Avery Bradley didn't play that game. Whoops. Or, you know, Steve Kyler, who is the biggest Warriors troll ever, who doesn't vote for Draymond for Defensive Player of the Year because, what, he doesn't think he deserves it because he's a dirty player? Like, guys that are voting with incorrect biases, I mean, it's it almost, it just tarnishes the, you know, the, the legitimacy of, of the voting. I, I had no idea about the Bruce Hart thing. That's such a BL. That's such a BL. And what does BL stand for? Bad luck. Bad that, luck. That's that's such a fucking BL, dude. How do you? How can you just? God, that that show and that program bothers me so much. That show, fucking coward show, just making statements and having no backing. They literally, Jamie Horowitz, uh, no longer the uh, the the president of Fox Sports, but he was probably just like, just say whatever the fuck you want. Just say whatever you want. Don't worry about it if you get it right. Just say it out there. We need more viewers. We need to take on ESPN. That pisses me off so much. How could you just go and just say that and have like no backing? That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's not like just two random guys doing a podcast on a random, you know, Thursday night. You know, these guys actually are supposed to be analysts or experts. Episode one. Tell your friends. With that being said, Coward, if you need uh, two guys just to join your program, we're, we're, we're happy, happily join. Ugh. But, um... Yeah, I think this is. I think, oh God, that, that's. I can't get over that. Okay. Oh, there is one quote that I want to talk about before we get out of here, and this is just the epitome, the epitome of Lakers. So Rob Palenka, their new GM, former former um, agent of Kobe Bryant and many other stars, he is uh, the general manager, and this is what he's saying about the Lakers next year. Quote. We don't see next year as a rebuilding year. We see it as a Lakers year. Mm. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Mm. Mm. Uh, that's a really good question. It sounds like before that interview, he took a little PCP because <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, you know oh. what? Marijuana is now also legal in California. Mm. Mm. Do you know? Do you know where I live? Oh, California, California. Um, no, this is such a Lakers saying. It's like when Jeannie Bus said after they d- gave Kobe Bryant that ridiculous three-year extension, where they made him the highest-paid paid player in the NBA, mm-hmm. and they said, "If you don't want to play with Kobe, you're a loser." She said that quote on ESPN on Sports Center. And that I guess that makes the rest of the NBA losers because nobody wanted to play on that team. That team was so dog shit. Nobody. nobody. I just, it's, I can't, like, they're, oh, my God. They're the most irrational fans in in sports. I said it. I said it. Most irrational. They just think that they're going to be good because of the Lakers. They're going to be magically good. Like, Lonzo Ball is going to be the no savior. No pun intended. <laughs> Lonzo Ball is just going to be the absolute just... Do you, do you think he's going to be a good NBA player? Good? Yes. Great? No. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I I honestly believe, I honestly believe, well, now after seeing some summer league games, I think Jason Tatum could be the best player on the, in that draft. But I love De'Aaron Fox on, on Sacramento. I think that guy is going to be a stud. Absolute stud. 
And also the thought process of just LeBron wanting to go to the Lakers is such bullshit. Can we just talk about that for one second? Like he he's gotten he's gotten tied to them the last three times he was a free agent. Oh, so LeBron signing with the Lakers. Why would he leave his situation in Cleveland other than Dan Gilbert and him not getting along, which is a legitimate reason, but why would he and, go there to just go play with that, Lonzo why Ball? Go, why would he go to the Lakers? It make like it makes no sense. First off, he would never he would never ever 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 go to the West ever. There's he would he there, he wouldn't go to the West. Um, I think I think if the, I think if the situation was right, he would. But I don't think he's going to go to the Lakers. But, this, but the situation would have to be that the West isn't as stacked as it is. LeBron is yeah. so smart and calculating, and he understands what's at stake with his legacy. And if he goes to the West, he has to get through every single team and then win in the finals. But if he stays in the East, where there's there's no one. Yeah, I mean, where then, where yeah, where else would he go? I mean. He, so there's a couple things. So he has, like, he has like a like a big home in Brentwood, like eleven million dollar home in Brentwood. His like media, nice neighbors, by the way. <laughs> his media his media company is is out there in um in, in Burbank. So I mean, like, there is things that tie him there that make sense. But like, a lot of players have places in L. A. That doesn't mean they want to play there. Kevin Durant has like a twelve million dollar house in L. A. That doesn't mean he wants to play there. He didn't want to. Guys from multi millionaires, they have houses everywhere. And that's what I'm saying. So I. I mean, I could definitely see him leaving Cleveland, but it's like, where would he go? Like, I mean, where if he stays in the East, would he go back to Miami? Probably not, but that would yeah. be cool if he did. It'd be badass, actually. It'd if be I'd... really weird. It'd be weird. Um, what if the Banana Boat crew just went somewhere just fucking random? They're like, you know what? We're going to Milwaukee. We want to play. We want to play with Giannis. <laughs> uh, Can you imagine that? I mean, they're, they are all free agents. I mean... Why not next, next year? I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, me. shit. Yeah. What if they just all went to New York? That would be that would be legit, and they brought back the glory of the Knicks. That would be cool. That would be that would be badass. And with, had, Porz- with Porzingis with, finishing up his rookie deal with Porzingis, yeah. Can you imagine that? They, I mean, I, I why not? If you're them, why not? They all have championships except for CP3 and Melo. <laughs> all of them except for half. <laughs> Should have thought one. Should have thought that one through. Um, I don't know. I would do it. If 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 you, me, and a couple other buddies want to say, well, let's get together and let's all work together, why not? But you know, we're just we're getting we're getting paid too much on on these uh, two three year deals that we have. Uh, I mean, the fact that CP three opted in makes that makes that possible. It also makes my prediction of him going to the Lakers incorrect. But. Uh, I would happily be wrong if it meant the four of them got together on the same team. That yeah. would be that would that would be unbelievable. I would I would love it, and I'd also love the Warriors just absolutely smashing them. They would shit on that team. Oh my god, that would be great though. It'd be a lot of fun. It'd be a ton of fun. I mean, they're all a lot older, but it would just be a, a, a good time all the way around. And all what right. co- what coach would agree to coach that team? It would be player coach a four a four player coach situation. Where each night they would rotate, so LeBron and then Carmelo and then CP3 and then, <laughs> and then they would bring in uh um who who am I missing? Who, who's the one guy that I'm missing on the band of a oh Dwayne 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 actually Gabrielle Union's gonna come in and, and she's gonna do a whole like uh Eddie situation with Whoopi Goldberg. She's gonna come from the stands and coach. Take take the charge. Take the charge. <laughs> Larry Johnson, great acting. John Sally, phenomenal <laughs> acting. Phenomenal acting. Shout out, shout out Whoopi Goldberg and Eddie. Oh, oh my God. Um, all right. We need to get the hell out of here.
Oh man, uh, this was this was a good this was good first first one. I like it. Uh, to both our uh, subscribers, actually zero subscribers, we haven't even subscribed to our own podcast. Uh, we thank you. Um, we're gonna leave it for Chill Gabe to play us out, and uh, and we're gonna let him play us out with what's the song called again? We got it. It's called. This food. is called food. Food. <laughs> Chill Gabe with the food jam. I love it. And also uh, thanks again to Cafea, our sponsor. Uh, Cody's doing real good things out there. Um, follow him on on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Cafea underscore organic. Uh, we will see you guys. We're going to try and do another pod this Sunday, and hopefully we'll be up and running on iTunes soon. Um, but thanks again, everyone. Uh, Forrest, any last words? Peace.